For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. Hello, welcome to Praying the Word of God. My name is Tay, and I'm here to pray through the Word of God with you. Once again, I hope this message finds you well. I pray you're in good spirits and ready to sit with me in this moment to give a little time towards seeking God's face through devotion and prayer. Now, that scripture is not my topic of discussion, but I just felt like some of us needed to be reminded that the glory always comes after the pain. Soon, the sufferings we find ourselves in will soon pass because seasons always change. We just need to make sure we take every opportunity during hard times to make sure we're prepared to handle the glory that comes afterwards. Now, if this isn't you, and you're someone who's in a blissful state and just living your best life, we celebrate you. I know even in the midst of what's going on in this world, good things are still happening and we should all take time to acknowledge and celebrate those things. And by the way, I want to take time to honor all the graduates of 2020. I think this is an amazing time for you. You get to play a part of history that's very unique for you. And we all shower blessings on you today. And while we celebrate with you, I want to encourage you to pray for those who are still waiting on their turn. And this is what Jesus meant when he said, rejoice with those who rejoice and mourn with those who mourn. Just like it's important for us to have sincere regards for those who are prospering in Christ, it's just as important for us to sympathize and have compassion for those who are currently experiencing some sort of pain or injustice in the world. I think we should all live in such a way that we sense one another's presence in this world. Now, What I do want to allot this time of prayer and devotion to is on minding our emotions. Because I'm sure that being on an almost three-month lockdown has taken us all on an emotional roller coaster, right? Some of us, even the most dignified among us, have felt things we probably have never felt said things we never said, thought things that has never popped up in our minds before, and even did things we said we would never do. Now we see, you know, the bands slowly lifting around the world, and, you know, it's second nature for us to want to rush to carry on with our lives and get back to our quote-unquote normal, whatever that is. But I just want to encourage all of us not to undo the work God began 
while we were in this space in time. And I've probably said this in every other episode, but I just feel impressed to just keep saying it, you know, and that is we have been in a very unique time these past few months being quarantined where we were kind of forced into a position where we had no choice but to be at home. And of course, various restricted areas. And I really believe it was an opportunity for all of us to work on our homes while being at home. Now, as I've said in previous episodes, that when I talk about tending to our homes, I'm not speaking about taking care of a physical location because that's not most of our issues now is it I'm talking about our hearts which is the home of our mind our will and our emotions so it's no cliche to say home is where the heart is and I believe it rings true for every one of us because our hearts is the place where everything lives and begins. It's connected to our emotions. It's where we store our motives, our secrets, our memories, and even our deepest desires. And this is why scripture tells us that above all else, guard your heart. For out of it are the issues of life. So our heart is the deciding factor for the direction our lives will take. But this guarding of the heart doesn't entail us watching over it only to suppress it and deny or make sure nothing is exposed. But in the sense of protecting it from ourselves and um, um, examining it and guarding it from external influences, It includes constantly examining and maintaining it with the goal of being guided in a direction that produces growth and godly fruit. Now, what does all of this have to do with minding our emotions, our feelings? Well, minding our emotions play a vital role in tending to our hearts. Because our emotions is like a filter between our thoughts and our actions. It's the feelings we experience with our five senses before the feelings we express with our behaviors and our actions. Our emotions are signs that points us towards what's going on in our hearts, even before we act out in behavior. And, you know, we all have to just continuously practicing letting those emotions guide us to the root of what's in our hearts, but not allow our emotions to dictate how we react to what's in our hearts. Because if left unchecked, even without thinking, our emotions become impulsive behaviors that slowly evolve into habits And those habits eventually become a lifestyle. You know, just recently, 
I heard someone say that we as humans are notorious at glossing over and even hiding our history only to repeat it again. And this is what we do with our hearts. Our hearts hold our history and all of our issues. It tells the story of who we are, the good, the bad, and the ugly. It tells where we came from and where it will take us. But unfortunately, not many of us take the time to learn from it. Whenever our emotions expose something in our hearts that we don't like, you know, I think we, most of us have a tendency to minimize it or justify it or hide it all together instead of just dealing with it. But God allows us to experience emotions because they point to what's residing in our hearts. If we want to change our behavior or the direction our lives are headed, if we want to change how we show back up in the world after this pandemic, we need to work on allowing our emotions to guide us towards what's going on in our hearts. This world, I think, encourages us to stay away from, you know, quote unquote, bad feelings and to strengthen what keeps us positive. But I can guarantee you, simply thinking of happy thoughts and only running towards things that make us feel good does not generate genuine peace. We can be successful, influential, popular, and we can captivate the whole world with our big, beautiful smiles. But a heart that has not been tended to does not fully reflect God, ourselves, or this world accurately. Now, thinking positive is important because, you know, Philippians 4 and 8 does encourage us to meditate on things that are true, noble, just, pure, lovely, of good report, virtuous, and praiseworthy. But what I've learned from my own life is that in order to get to these whatsoevers, we have to grow through those not-so-good emotions in order to genuinely and fully abide in thoughts that bring God's peace. And I say grow through because God uses our emotions to take us to that place deep in our hearts that's causing us to feel what we feel. And oftentimes, it's the place where God meets us. So he can fully deal with us in a way that's deeper than the surface level. And I've also learned that we become better at abiding in all the whatsoevers after God has taught us how to overcome the very antithesis of his goodness. We learn how to meditate and abide in whatsoever is true, not because we simply conjure it up in our minds, but because God makes us face the lies on whatever is untrue 
in our hearts and in our lives. And then he shines his light on them, only to find that it couldn't even hold up to God's truth. Then he uses his truth to heal and restore so that we can finally experience life in a healthier, fuller way. So let's not pray for God to take away our negative emotions and for us to just keep the sweet and cute ones. No, we want to learn how to take care of our emotions. We want to learn how to become more aware of them so we can use them to reveal what's in our heart and to understand our behaviors and to properly express our needs and to channel our energy in a positive direction. You know, not too long ago, I was conversing with someone on Facebook and they asked me these two questions. How have you been handling this world pandemic and how has it affected you? And... You know, I really appreciated those questions because I've been asking everyone I know something similar, but these questions, these questions, excuse me, hadn't yet been directed back towards me in this way. And, you know, it made me take a step back from all the cooking and the cleaning and keeping the kids preoccupied and the hustle and the bustle of other stuff. And it made me mind my emotions It made me take time to give attention to how I've been feeling and acting and how I've been showing up in my relationships. And so I started thinking about what all was going on in my life before the pandemic all the way up until now. And one of the things I started thinking about was my mother, who all of a sudden passed away about three months before being quarantined. She didn't have any known illnesses and she was one of the healthiest, strongest women I knew. That day I received a call from one of my sisters that my mom fainted at her job then regained consciousness but was still going to go to the emergency room. And being that she regained consciousness, I didn't worry too much. So after I took my kids to school and dropped something off to their pediatrician's office, I just simply went straight to the hospital where my mother was at. And I had no worries that anything worse would happen. Upon driving to the hospital, my sister's kept calling me to see if I made it to the hospital because, you know, I live the closest. So because they kept calling me, I put my phone in my baby's diaper bag and I put the diaper bag in the back seat so I could stay focused on the road. And I had already made up in my mind that I would call my sisters back after I was taken to my mother's room. And so I checked myself in. Then a nurse took me to a waiting room in the back. It was a place I'd never been. And 
she asked me to wait there with my six-month-old baby until the doctor comes to meet me. And I still had no idea or no indication that something was wrong. I still had not called my sisters back. And in fact, I was so excited to see my mother because we hadn't seen each other in a while over a disagreement she and I had. But I just knew that was going to be my opportunity to just love on her and to show, shower her with hugs and kisses because no matter what my mom and I went through, she was my best friend and I loved her. And that's all I wanted to let her know. But I did not get that opportunity because I was told she ended up dying on her way to the hospital and she was dead upon arrival. And that's why my sisters were, you know, blowing up my phone and they were trying to let me know that my mom did not make it. And you know, this lady's question helped me to reflect on how I've been holding this particular experience in my heart even while I looked like I had it all together on the outside I was still on the praise and worship team still volunteering at the kids school still taking care of just you know my family but this experience was still weighing heavy deep in the core of my heart And the question the lady posed to me helped me to see how my feelings were causing me to live. And you know, I'm one of those people who know how to compartmentalize when I need to. I think happy thoughts and I move through life with a smile on my face and I get whatever I need accomplished. (laughs) And I know how to put on a good face to make others feel comfortable around me. But although these kinds of behaviors and forcing ourselves to think positive in the midst of a traumatic event can help us get through the day, it does not help us to fully abide in the peace of God. And it definitely does not allow us to show up in this world the right way. When we don't mind and pay attention and give care to our emotions, and tend to our heart issues. All the little good things that we do on the outside helps us get by (laughs) until we can't get by anymore. But if we began to learn how to mind our emotions, we will start showing up in this world a better version of ourselves, no matter what the circumstances And you know, before we pray, I want you to know that when I come to you with these prayers and devotions, I am not speaking to you from a place where I've arrived. I'm in this moment with you. I'm a regular person who comes with an invitation for you to sit in a space and time with me 
where we can all take time to offer our full hearts to God, surrendering everything, the good, the bad, and the in-between. And to use his word to find out what he says concerning us and to allow his word to have the last say-so in our lives, in our hearts, and in our emotions. Let's pray. Father, today we come to you putting our hearts in your hands because no one can care for it like you. No one understands our hearts like you and no one knows its secrets except you. Although it's uncomfortable, we need you to keep searching out our hearts and show us the root of our emotions. Especially during times where we think we're good and we think we have everything under control in our own eyes. Because your word reminds us that every way of a man is right in his own eyes. But you, Lord, ponder and carefully weigh out every motive and feeling connected to the heart. Lord, you have searched us and you know us. So let us not act out everything we feel. Instead, search out the path our hearts are leading us. And we need you to bind us in behind and before your truth and lay your hand upon us all the days of our lives. And we are not coming to you today asking you to take away any emotions that doesn't let us feel good. But Father, we want to learn how to take care of our emotions We want to learn how to become more aware of them so we can use them to reveal what's buried deep inside our hearts. We want you to use our emotions to help us understand our behaviors, to properly express our needs, and to channel our energy in a positive direction. Father, we ask in Jesus' name that you help us to not allow our emotions to dictate the desires of our flesh. But instead, may we yield our emotions to your Holy Spirit, who will lead us into all truth. Father, help us to continue to allot the time we have for you to create in us a clean heart and to renew a right spirit within us by examining our hearts with our emotions. In Jesus' name, we pray, amen. And you know, I don't want to assume that everyone who tunes into this podcast has a relationship with Christ or has already received salvation through Christ. So... If 
you're listening right now and you're not a follower of Christ and you're now ready to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior or you're like the prodigal son, you know, you used to consider yourself a follower, but you feel like you've fallen away from the truth and you simply want to come back home. Please pray this prayer with me. Dear God, I know that I'm a sinner and I ask for your forgiveness. Your word teaches that in order to be saved, we must confess with our we must confess our sins, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and receive him as our Lord and Savior. I may not fully know or understand what all of this means, but all I know is that I am ready to give my life and my heart to something bigger and greater than me. So I confess with my mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in my heart that you raised him from the dead. I turn from my sins and invite you to come into my heart and my life. I want to trust and follow you as my Lord and Savior. So help me to draw closer to you in every way while I'm on this journey called life. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, if you want to listen to more prayers, they're available on the Make Me Good Ground YouTube channel and all major podcasting platforms. You can also listen on iTunes, Google, Apple, Spotify, Breaker, CastBox, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Stitcher entitled Praying the Word of God. And if you know someone who will be encouraged by these prayers and devotions, simply share it. You can also follow me on Instagram at Praying the Word of God. And if you are someone who gave your life to Christ by praying the prayer of salvation with me today, email me at prayingthewordofgod2020 at gmail.com. I would love to hear your story. Thank you and take care.